Can Tiger Woods compete with the Justin Thomas's, Jordan Spieth's, Dustin Johnson's? No, is the short answer. I mean, Trey gets this question a lot. Do you think he'll return his previous form? No. Do you think he stands a chance of being the Tiger Woods we once knew? No. No, no, no. Here's what's gonna happen. He is not ever gonna win another tournament. I don't think we'll ever see Tiger Woods win the golf tournaments again. He's showing up at these tournaments pretty much knowing that he's, he's not gonna be there. The short game is gone. His health is gone. The next press release Tiger Woods should release should be I'm retiring. I have considered him now for the last five, six years a former golfer. You're washed. Just give up while you're ahead. Retire with some dignity. Tiger Woods that we all knew, he will never, ever be that guy again. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! Expect anything different? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. Credit to Scratch for the audio you heard before the intro there. Tiger Woods has won the 2019 Masters. Where do we go from here? What do we do? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with my hands. I have no idea. I don't know what to say. We, we've got, what, like four weeks till the next major? It's coming <laughs> quick, actually. So we're just going to dive right back in. I mean, is it hyperbole to say? I, I don't think it is. For myself, and I've been thinking about this for the last hour. Was that the coolest moment you've witnessed in golf? I mean, yeah. I, I don't know what else you would even put close. I, I would put it up there with 2008 with when he had the broken leg. That's the only time I've felt anything even close to what we felt today. I would say it's the coolest moment I've seen in sports. Yeah? Not even just golf. Big Randy? Are we getting, are we getting out of our skis here? No, no. It teaches his own. I, I think, you know, I'm probably supposed to say yes, but... No, you don't I, have It to. just, you know, it, it, it affects people different ways. So Randy's I'm a Phil guy. He's guys. a Phil guy. Exactly. So, like, for me personally, 2004 is still the, the coolest moment in golf. But I, I don't want to make this about me and Phil. First Masters in 14 years. Tron, do you want to give us kind of some of the things that were going on in the world in 2005? Let's talk about where we've been. Yeah, 05, uh, when Tiger won, Pope John Paul II had just died. I think they were in the conclave while Cat was winning at Augusta. Really? Yeah. Uh, the Airbus A380 made its first flight. Um, Alex Smith was drafted later on that month, number one by the 49ers. Okay. Um Harry Shivo thing was popping off. The Office premiered on NBC. <laughs> uh, Mariah Carey released "We Belong Together." Uh, I believe number one on the charts was "Candy Shop" by Fifty Cent, <laughs> and "Let Me Love You" by Mario. It had a long run. Uh, the Supersonics were still in Seattle. Oh my God! Uh, R.I.P. This was two years before the first iPhone was released. That's the craziest stat. That the iPhone didn't yeah. exist. Well, we were just reminiscing here a bit, too. Tron and I were actually at uh, in Porter Hall, freshman year of college, in the spring, watching the Masters, watching Tiger chip in on 16. And here we are 14 years later. Yeah. I mean, who raise your hand if you had given up, if you did not think this was going to happen. My hand is raised. My hand's raised. For sure, I never... TC? Mine's not. I, I don't know. I, I mean, everybody thinks I'm, like, anti-Tiger because I'm... Did the R.I.P. Cat and I bumped it 150 <laughs> times, but uh, no, I, I've always like I, you know, Randy owes me a thousand bucks. We'll have to talk about that later. <laughs> what does that mean? We shook on a bet 
a few years back, I would say five, maybe five years ago, about what, whether Tiger would win another major. I said he'd win two, at least two more. <laughs> I, I legitimately, do, like, I, this is not me being coy. I do not remember this at all. <laughs> I think you were blacked I, I think, out. I but... think, I, I, yeah, either, either I was overserved or I, I just don't remember. I got, I got a couple more points here okay. in 05. Uh, T.O. Was, was, he had just played for the Eagles in the Super Bowl here in Jacksonville oh, against cool. the Patriots. Many people's least favorite Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bart Bryant won the tour championship that year. Oh my God. Really, really cool. And then uh, really perhaps the biggest uh, thing to happen in 05, Rachel Ushatel moved to Vegas to become a VIP host at Tau. So, so the, so the, the storm was building. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the wheels were in motion. <laughs> I think uh, this is the exact situation that we've dreamed of, I think, or kind of hypothetically been like, man, can you imagine? Like, what if what if he came back? What if he did this? What if? But I never really fully allowed myself to actually think it would happen. I was like, dude, Twitter would break. Like, the, the golf world wouldn't be able to handle it. That's actually, that's ruled true. I had, nothing, I had nothing to say when it happened. I couldn't even, like, muster the words. Well, I think that's a really interesting point. And I don't want to sound like a cynic, but it is really hard to... For the, for the reality to live up to the expectation. And it's a moment that we've talked about for so freaking long, for, you know, 11 years since the last major championship. And it's it's so hard once it actually happens. It's like, man, okay, like, that's that was it. Like, now what? Now what do we do? It's just this almost kind of, like, empty feeling. It's very, it's extremely See, I, weird. I feel differently. I feel like, really? I, I feel like it's almost a validation that I don't have anything to say, that it's... It speaks for itself. Maybe it speaks for itself. Maybe yeah, maybe that's a better way to no, say there, it. Like, there's no sense in, in trying to make sense of it because it, it's inherently just yeah. like magical. Um, I'm just I'm glad it happened at Augusta. Yeah, yeah. I think you know versus say a, just a you know kind of a weird PGA Championship location or unless it was like the 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 British Open presented by Her Majesty the Queen at St Andrews or something would be cool. But if that's not going to happen, I think I think Augusta was the most fitting spot where it all started. Really, but that's what makes it even more unbelievable. Exactly. Like it's just yeah. like, dude, no. I mean, you did in your defense. You did predict last night on the live show that you thought Tiger was going to close it. I thought Molinari was going to do it. Uh, but even then, like we didn't allow ourselves to believe this as of last night. It still felt like it was going to be another one of those close calls. He just had that look in his eye did, yesterday dude. when he walked off eighteen green, and even I think Thursday or Friday when he he, he hit a drive on thirteen that just. Just ripping draw. Yeah. I was like, man, I haven't, I haven't seen that from him in years. I want to do, don't do it directly into the mic, but people are asking like, oh, you guys got to go live from the kill house last few holes. I want you to do your reaction <laughs> that you do whenever he hits a stripe shot. Please don't do it directly in the mic, but do it. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Marv in, in Home, Alone. Uh, Home Alone, when he's, when he's getting electrocuted. <laughs> and they, you know, he's, <laughs> So that's kind of what, yeah. I just it's like Randy, it happens naturally. It's yeah. Randy's alarm clock for the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I mean, that's that's. I mean, this is the most obvious thing to say ever. But like, that's the only guy that does that. That actually truly has that excitement. And we just all were kind of looking at each other today, like, dude, this is actually happening. I'm so glad that it happened the way that it did. We were talking about kind of the different scenarios and stuff, and I love, love, love the idea that after he made birdie on 13, he was up by two. I was like, all right. Three holes. Like, he's got to... We know exactly what the plot is. He's got to hold on for three holes. Can he do it or not? And it was really cool, especially after, you know, you had seven, eight, nine, ten guys in the mix, and then the plot became very focused very quickly. And that was... It was just a cool way for it to happen. Well, and I, the take of, like, you know, the Tiger has this effect on players when it's the final round and whatnot kind of 
you know, a lot of people have questioned whether that still exists or what the actual math or science behind that is. But like that moment where Kepka's on 17 T yeah. and the fans <laughs> to the left of 17 T are standing up to look down at 16 green and Kepka looks over to see like where Tiger's ball rolled out at the crowd hadn't even stopped cheering yet. And he just like teed off it was like, okay, this thing is a very, very real thing. In a place like Augusta where everything is so close in together, you can't avoid it. And I can't imagine what, I mean, I'm sure that this is kind of one of those classic, there was 15,000 people there today and, 100,000 people are going to say they were there, but I can't imagine what it was like to actually be on the ground. Can you imagine that ball would have gone in on 16? Oh, my God. I thought for it looked really, really good for a long time, going down that slope. What do you think the most important shot that he hit today was? I I said this on Twitter, and I'm not afraid of the hyperbole. I thought the most important shot of his entire career was the second shot into 15. And we, we watch guys hit that shot, and it looks really easy. We've all been there at Augusta and seen that shot, and it is not. And that could have gone wrong. It could have gone long, It could, have, and he would have struggled to get up and down. And if he's short, he probably loses the tournament. And he hit it on the green and two-putted. And I thought it was two, from 240 yards, and that shot is not as easy as those guys make it look. I thought the one on 12, yeah. after Molinari dunked it, and, you know, and what, four out of the six guys in those two last groups hit it in the water. And the wind seemed to be doing funky stuff up there. I thought yeah. that one was – it set the stage for everything to come. And really, even the, the second shot on 11. That was <laughs> – Which, like, I, I'd never seen that alley before ever. And then he hits it in there – was it two days twice. in a row? Yeah. yeah, the whole weekend. It's wild. Randy, what's your what's your bit most important shot? Yeah, I was going to say 12. I agree with that. Um, and then making that, you know, little three-and-a-half, four-foot par putt uh, to validate it. You know, if he misses that, he kind of gives back a lot of that momentum. Just seemed to free him up then for the stretch run. I don't, I don't disagree with any of those by any means. But the drive on seventeen for me was, yeah. I mean, he had it could have. It's very easy to go bogey bogey on seventeen eighteen, which he has done in the past yeah. with the lead by two in a mock turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that drive that he had on seventeen was like, dude, there was just no, there was no doubt. And that hole is tough and it can bite you, but it's. A lot easier from 140 yards in the middle of the fairway. <laughs> well, I wanted to look it up as like everyone's like, hey, he's really driving the ball really well. He was still below field average in fairways hit. The, the stat is kind all, of misleading, anyways. Yeah. But uh, he missed seven greens on Thursday and then missed seven greens for the final three rounds combined. That was the thing that struck me the most. And I know it's so obvious because people say it all the time, but God, his iron play is out of control. It's just every hole, man. He's in the right spot. He misses in the right spots. He's pin high. It was an absolute. Freaking masterclass. And, and he missed a lot of slope, just barely missed yeah. a lot of slopes today where if the ball rolls out another three inches, he's down 15 feet closer. Right. Today was also, I don't know if, I felt like we've, you know, we've seen flashes of good play. Obviously, he won the tour championship at the end of last year, and we've seen like little glimpses of it. Today was the most I've felt like, dude, holy shit, like he's going to win five times this year. And this was the least fluky thing yeah. I've ever, I, I, we've ever seen out of him, or since the comeback, the least fluky thing we've seen out of him. Well, Molinari crowned him a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> he did crown him a little bit. I did not think he was going to, he really actually hit it really poorly. I think we yeah. finally jinxed him enough. It was, it was kind of, it was, we talked about this a little bit. It was like really undeserved hate that he was going to get if, yeah. he, if he held him off. Like we, I would root for Molinari in a lot of situations, just not this one. Not the Molinari Sorry. thing was weird. When you get through to, he made the up and down on six from the just death spot behind the green. And it's one of those things where you're looking at like, God, this guy is so solid. He's getting up and down from everywhere. And then when you really kind of start thinking about it, you're like, Shit, he's kind of had to get up and down from everywhere. <laughs> he's not, like, this might not last very much longer. Scott Michaud tweeted something about, like, oh, you know, 
Molinari's just managing the course and everything. I'm like, he short-sighted himself in like three out of the last seven holes. Yeah, like exactly. it's, it's weird. Missing uh, both ways. But that's it's, what made it feel like he was gonna he was gonna survive yeah. it. Was like he can't even you know even with all these mistakes he's still he it takes so many consecutive mistakes for him to actually make a bogey and then he just made one giant one which yeah. I mean. It, Maybe the mega bogey, which we didn't see a lot of fireworks at twelve all week. I felt like, and right three two groups in a yeah. row, that wind really must have picked up. That was that's a good point. I just didn't feel like I saw any disasters anywhere. There wasn't it, much bite to the yeah, course. The only many train wreck. The only whole uh, Tiger bogeyed five all four, all four days. days. Yeah, <laughs> which I think, I think a lot of guys made a mess on five. And, they might and, move that tee back to the other side. <laughs> I gotta say, I don't, I don't know. I was skeptical of five uh, coming into this week. I thought it was actually pretty cool. It was cool to see the the bite like. Kind of exactly what we're saying. It's cool to see that bite in the front nine, and you really—that was a hole you had to really get through, and and par was a good score and all that. Um, I think it is time to move the tee back on thirteen. I was anti it for a long time. What did Cat have like one sixty? Yeah. Xander had like one fifty two or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's time. Well, DJ, you said it yesterday, or either yesterday or today. Like, yeah, he's a forty three year old. <laughs> yeah, he's a forty three year old restaurateur <laughs> with a fused back. Fused back and had a bunch of surgery, and he's, yeah. a, and he's got one hundred and sixty yards in on the most iconic par five yeah, in the world. A, it's a tough scene <laughs> at that point. Uh, again, back to the Tiger thing, and I, I said this around this time last year after he came back and was at least competitive, and I'll say it again, and I, I don't want to oversaturated a little bit because a lot of what he's had to overcome is self-inflicted like of the worst kind i mean but the embarrassing stuff he's had to put up with and has faced the music on and come back from i mean not this isn't even going to be a complete history if you want the complete history go back to the trap draw episode from last august where uh we went through shot like basically shot by shot everything he's been through since 2008 but Maybe the most embarrassing cheating scandal in sports history, at least. Like it's up there. Uh, again, he brought that on himself. An extremely costly and public divorce, back injury, back injury, surgery, surgery, and getting his spine fused together. His nudes leaked, which again is the thing that nobody ever really even talks about anymore. Honestly, that even feels light on the surgeries. It even feels like oh, there's like say, six more than that. Achilles, oh, yeah. there's yeah, yeah. there's t- two or three knee surgeries. There's yeah. a broken leg. Oh, I, this is again, this is not all encompassing. <laughs> there's Taz, there's his dog's double ACL surgery. <laughs> of course, <laughs> thank you for it. Taz. Yeah, shout out to Taz. The ugly DUI, the insanely embarrassing arrest video that came along with that. The chipping yips. He shot 85 at Memorial, was blading bunker shots into the grandstands at Scottsdale. And 18 months ago, he wasn't hitting anything longer than 60 yard pitches. I'm, like, if you saw this coming this quickly, I, I can't believe that. I honestly And that's can't. only the stuff we know about. Right. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Shout out Steiny. That's a really good point. It's wild. It's, it's like, wild. Yeah. Like, we're all looking at each other, like, what to say. It's just, it, it's just mind blowing. Like, this is kind of what I'm saying. It's, you, I don't know how you even react to him. I tweeted something earlier, but dude, imagine trying to write like a column tonight and trying to put this all in perspective in like a thousand words. Like I would just close my lap, just throw my laptop in Ray's Creek. Like, yeah, I don't know, dude, you guys saw it. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to say? Which I'm, I'm very curious to see what guys actually <laughs> there do. Might right? be some, there might be some colossally bad um, takes. This is kind of like the t- This is the absolute moment for a lot of these sports writers out here. Like, what? Are you, look, are you going to rise to the occasion, or are you I, gonna I would much rather write out? the write the guy that lost than the For guy sure. that won oh, this yeah. week. Yeah, I'll take Fina today, guys. How good was the putt on nine? Oh, oh. my god, <laughs> it mean, was disgusting. What a range of emotions as that thing. It was it was rolling for like twenty seconds. What a range of emotions yeah. the entire house went through. His weight the whole day. I mean, I, I know he left himself a few testers, but his weight the whole day was pretty. He really didn't. Was yeah, solid. I'm trying to think of any like bad putts he hit. How about, Maybe twelve was a little short, but like 
other than that, God, he was like tapping everywhere. How about Joey LaCava? I know. That's a, it had to be a big exhale. When it's like, <laughs> dude, I knew this was going to work. <laughs> I told you guys this was going to work. When did he come on? What year? I think uh, like 2011 like, or 12, yeah, something like it was that. when it was bleak, man. Oh, I mean, like, I think he had that. Who's that guy? Brian... Uh, Brian, some Brian Bell or yeah, Byron yeah, Bell. Byron or Bell. Yeah. He, I remember he caddied for him at the Bridgestone. WGC at Akron, yeah. and then that was when he like shot seventy eight, seventy nine, or whatever. And then I think Lacava came on like shortly after that. He left DJ's bag. For yeah, this. and uh, yeah, <laughs> he waited out a lot. And that's a that's the thing about trying to sum up the last few years in you know a couple minutes or of a conversation. It's like, dude, the reason why we followed every little surgery and update and like Tiger feels good, he's feeling good. If he he's coming back feel, and all this good. was the hope that we would come to this moment. Yeah. And we actually got it. Well, like, I, I think even beyond that, and this is this is where I kind of net out. Thinking, even saying that he was going to win another major or two, you, you expect it to be a burned out British Open presented by Her Majesty the Queen, where he can <laughs> he can just hit two iron stingers, right. you know, and not even have to pull the driver, or he can totally game manage it like Craig Krenzel style all around the property. Whereas like here he won playing like like vintage <laughs> yeah, Tiger was, Woods golf, like yeah. absolutely bombing the ball and and playing some of the most precise iron shots you've ever seen like he he won playing the old way which is i don't think we i don't think there's a single person on the planet who expected that uh i can't believe we haven't addressed the biggest question out there um from reading twitter this week what the hell is he chewing on what's in his mouth Mm, a lot of gum there was a huge week for gum shout Mm -hmm. out to gum yeah yeah, Mickelson was on it too. Yeah, for sure. Mickelson was on the turkey baster too. <laughs> yeah, there were some oils being being slugged out there. There was a lot of weird yeah. shit going on out there. I don't know. It might have been like azalea oil or something that Phil was uh, injecting into himself. <laughs> Somebody will have the scoop. It's uh, the on flowering the peach oil. <laughs> I think Robert Garrigus got suspended for for uh, flowering peach oil. <laughs> uh, do we have any insight on any of that? I mean, is it official? Is he chewing CBD gum? Is I would it... assume. So. I mean, I would assume there's there's if he's not chewing CBD gum, he's going to be using CBD oil, which is better than being all pilled out on painkillers. I was shocked or... by talking to some people on just how deep the the professional tour is in the CBD game. It's it's kind of wild. I mean, it's joints. It's yeah. it's sleeping. It's everything. I'm not. I don't really. I'm not into it, but like, yeah, you know, this isn't an advertisement. I'm or curious now. Yeah. yeah. So my mom's been sending. You know, she's like, "Oh, you got to try it. It's all post like, surgery, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just had her hip replaced. So, well, it was a great week for the world of golf, and another great week for our friends at Callaway and Odyssey Golf. Starting with Odyssey winning the putter count at Augusta National, and ending with Xander Shoffley finishing T2 in his second ever Masters start. Uh, between Xander and Francesco, they had the leaderboard surrounded, but there was a lot of epic flash on the leaderboard this weekend, and that's been a trend so far this year with the flash face technology having more wins worldwide than any other golf brand in 2019. That's by a pretty wide margin, actually. So visit CallawayGolf.com to see exactly what clubs were in Xander and Francesco's bags. And while you're there, build yourself a little personalized epic flash driver with Callaway Customs or stock up on Chrome Soft golf balls. Golf season has officially begun. Let's get back to our Masters Recap podcast. Does this change your guys' thoughts or on his chances to get to 19? For sure. Absolutely. Right? I mean, were, were you saying no before and now saying yeah, yes? Yeah, I've said no for like five years. Or but you think he years. will now? 
I don't think he will, but it's changed. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's done. What everybody looking at me? Nobody stop looking at me. No, I think like fundamentally to answer your question, like it changes, right? Like, like is the answer yes? Exactly. And does it change my thing? Are two different questions. Like, does it change? Yeah. Like, yes, it's significantly more possible. I still don't know. Like three more is a lot or four more is a lot more, but that's how I am. You know, it's almost got me thinking now where does, did the injuries and did kind of some of the layoff time almost prolong his career and keep the fire burning versus if he doesn't shout, have shout that, Ario Speedway. <laughs> if he doesn't have kind of that time on the shelf or that time to really miss the game, does he just kind of burn out and lose a little bit of interest as soon as he gets to 18 or 19? Whereas now it's like, Hey, what's you know what's the number now? And I and yeah. four more majors after this one seems like that's so many. A hell of a lot. <laughs> that's Rory's so career. Many. That seems like harder than getting to the fifteen in the yeah. first place. Um, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It's it's just look. It's gonna be fun to watch. It is. Yeah. Like, Who can know? Yeah. <laughs> Which not. What about t- you? You can't just ask the questions. What do you What do you think? I now think that he can. I did not think that he could. I, I thought we were gonna do even the, you know that back nine. And, you know, it's easy to look at it now that he's won, that it was like, oh, yeah, like we saw that coming. But it was so close. Even with six holes to play, five holes to play, the amount of guys were making runs. Cantley took the, lead, the solo lead on 15 before Tiger had gotten there. <laughs> very, very briefly. Yeah. And like he, he agreed it And it felt mm-hmm. like we were going to deal with about five more of these yeah. close calls. I mean, he was close at the British. He was close to the PGA. And I just felt like there's just too many guys. And it's... You know, it's it's a very common thing to say of like it's a different ball game now, and all this generation of athletes that he's helped create that are now in the game that now he's got to beat is like, kind of like wow, yeah, he's dealing with a lot more now. This is a lot harder for him to win than it was in two thousand and five. So, yes, in that regard, I was like, dude, we're going to see so many of these, and getting over that hurdle of winning fifteen is so huge. But I do think that was the biggest hurdle. But I think that's a, like the point, and I think this is what Tron was saying earlier too is. I kind of always pictured if he was going to win another one, it was going to be he's hanging around the lead and then everybody kind of shits themselves and he's the last man standing. And God, today was so not that. Kinda, like kinda, he didn't really miss a shot. Kind of Hoylake-ish. Yeah. Where he just, you know, it's a burned out course and he and he's just figuring out what to do with the ball on the ground and, and kind of band-aiding it around. I'd be really interested to go back and read, uh, maybe I'll do this tonight, but go back and read some some of the, like, the 1986 columns and gamers and stuff after Jack won. Because we're, were there a lot of people like, like right now it's like, oh, dude, that's like the weirdest fluke thing ever. And he came back and he had one, one good Sunday and blah, blah, blah. But were there people after that that were kind of like, you know what? I mean, like, is he now, is he still who he was? You know, now he's back. I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on. I'm curious what people thought then. That's interesting. 46 is different than 42, though, too. I mean, he's, I mean. 43. He's 43? 43. It's a 43-year-old no, restaurant tour. Right, my bad. That's my fault. Listen, I regret the error. Uh, and again, not shout out to all the people at Woods Jupiter. How cool is this going to be for them? <laughs> he can the boss. He there. can make it back in time for happy yeah, hour too. Exactly. That's the key. <laughs> exactly. Um, not to make it uh, you know too sentimental as well, because again, a lot of a lot of what we touched on here was self inflicted, and I certainly don't view Tiger as like this great person that I admire in any way. But from a sportsman and athlete perspective, I root for him, and we all kind of do. But like seeing him walk off the green and think about some of his quotes of like. His kids have never seen him win a major. 
they think he's the YouTube golfer and things like that. <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, <laughs> Big Randy's the YouTube golfer. <laughs> and to see him walk off the green just truly excited. Not, fa- I mean, we, he's a kind of a robot in a lot of situations, but the fist pumps were like, he was so truly excited. And to see his son run out through that, that little walkway where he hugged his dad 22 years ago was kind of like, that hit me in the feels like I'm. So, it did, and if you it didn't hit you at all, then you are a you don't have a heart. I'm sorry, Big Randy, you don't have a heart. Did you guys cry? <laughs> no, I bet there were a lot of people crying. Oh my god, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I have no judgment for those. No, who did. I, I don't yeah. either. I, I didn't really look at you guys though after. I, I did not cry. Big Randy was asleep. I felt the tear ducts start working. That's yeah. the only thing that happened. I got that. I got chills for sure, but yeah. no no tears. Which. It, I, that's I, not. That's not. You know, trying to sound how tough I am. Yeah. Good job, bud. Yeah, hey. Thanks. Good job. Good job. Thanks, Fist bump thank that, you, please. Thank you. Well, like whenever I felt a tinge of sentimentality, I just thought of all the shit from 2008. <laughs> <laughs> like he was on the front page of the New York Post like 45 days in a row or something. That's you know? the. That's maybe the most impressive stat of his entire career, which I think we talked about in the the journey to, of Tiger Pod. Is he was on the front page of the New York Post more days in a row than 9/11, right? Yeah, that was a it's that like, was a stat. Yeah, like try digging up a better, like a more impressive Tiger stat than that. I'm not one of the. I told you guys Tiger was going to win all this, blah blah blah, gloating. But I will gloat about one thing. What did I say after the players? I don't know. I, no, said, <laughs> I said every one of the Masters he's won has come when the players was in March. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You did say that. That was on the tip of my tongue. There you go. There you have it. I got a I got a trivia question. Five guys shot under par all four rounds this week. Ooh. Who were they? Cat. Oh, I just besides, at, besides I, the cat. I just I just looked at your computer, Tron. I'm sorry. You're a scumbag. Uh, Xander. No, he shot. He, Xander shot 73 the first day. Hmm. Hmm. Sandy Lyle. <laughs> uh, Brooks. No, Bro- Brooks was one over. Bro- no, no, Brooks was one of them. Okay. DJ. DJ. Well, and the last two really surprised me. Rom and Fowler. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rom, Rom shot 69, 70, 71, 68, and I felt like he totally lit himself on fire know, the last three crazy. days. Gosh, um, how, man, how good does Ricky look for Bethpage, Randy? Oh, God, he's... He's <laughs> dialed. Yeah, he is so dialed. Man. I think that's going to be the one for sure. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, it had to have been cool for you to see him embrace Tiger after the round there. Definitely. I know. I mean, how cool for him. That's, he, he boxed out Zach Johnson. Yeah, it's such a it's it's really cool. He's he's been party to some really big moments in, in golf. What if what if Cat wins the Grand Slam to tie Jack? Oh my god. <laughs> he could win it. But that's kind of another thing where I'm t- I'm like, dude, I I wouldn't even know how to react. If if he like if he won the US Open at Pebble, like does he have good memories there or no? Is that would that be a sentimental win? I couldn't have pictured him doing it in Beth this. Page. Does he like that place or no? <laughs> oh my God, this is scary. Well, you know what I mean? It's fucking nuts. There's so, a lot of golf coming up in the yeah, next. Let me ask you this. Let me. And it's somewhat related. How like how much more does Tiger have? Like, is he near the, the best he is? You know this this week. Like or that was is there the, more. I mean, yeah, that was the A. Yeah. The A game. Absolutely. Because I mean, I'm just trying to think like in relation to like like I still think like Kepka. It just looks like he like he's almost that guy you now expect to win every mate. Like yeah. that seemed like his B game this week. But yeah, it just wasn't. You know, I think that was like a B plus A minus for Tiger because well, it didn't feel like he made everything he looked. at. I was gonna say I yeah. think he can putt better. Yeah, that's the one thing. And he's still early in his process as far as coming back from all this stuff. You know, and it's, but it, it does seem like he's working 
really, really, really hard again, which I don't think he'd done for a while. He just seemed so freaking comfortable, you know, and like so in control. And I know that that I haven't, I know that's kind of how it felt when he was winning a lot of majors. I just have not seen him in that kind of control and calm levels, I guess, since in that, you know, in the last 10 years, I wouldn't say. I don't like, I don't want to mud. I don't, I'm not trying to throw shade or, or stir the pot or like, here you know, or jump go. into the deep end here. But like, I, I sincerely hope in like five years, we're not looking back at this as like a Lance Armstrong thing. Jesus. God, Tron, you just got my attention. <laughs> I'm, no, I, I, like, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm this. not saying that to stir shit up. I'm saying it like, like he's had so many injuries and so much shit has happened to his body and his body's been so broken down. And now he's just yeah. like I'm not, and I'm not accusing him. I'm not. I'm just saying, God, I hope that's not the case. Listen, right? I'm not saying. I'm just saying. No, well, no, I think I, I totally agree with what you're saying, but not just to be glib. I, it, it's I, I think if there's one thing we've seen over and over again, it's if if something seems too good to be true, usually it's turned out. Yeah. You know, it's not true. And it's not like there haven't like like the only reason to go to that Canadian doctor, Doctor Galea, in the past was like. Get, See, now we're venturing into stories. No, but I'm just saying there's these <laughs> little there's saying. there's these little red flags back or like the whole Ryder Cup thing when the French authorities, you know, picked out three or four ran, random guys to test during the Ryder Cup. Listen, I don't have notes prepared for this. <laughs> prepared for this take. I'm just sorry. I don't. I don't mean to go thermonuclear here. <laughs> no. It, All I'm I saying is that I, I hope you know. I hope in five years we're we're recalling this even fondlier than we are now. Yeah. I hope it gets lost in the shuffle of like several more of these. Yeah, you know? that's true I mean, too. Like I said, my faith couldn't be higher than it currently is that we will see more of this. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he won another major this year. Because and, and the reason I say all that too is because he, like he is the needle. He's making everybody so much money, and yeah. they're going into negotiating their next TV contracts and all that stuff. And so it's like, cool. Like, is there a motivation to like, let's say Tiger did test positive for something? Would there be a massive cover up? I don't know. Probably, Let's hope so. like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, it, at this point, like, I think if you voted on it with the tour, they'd be like, absolutely. Let's just keep this rolling, you know. I have a question for Big Randy. You know, you being more of a Phil guy than sure. Tiger, is this version of Tiger easier for you to root for? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like, don't get me wrong. In that opening, um, it, it's very cool as, as a golf fan, as a fellow human. <laughs> Like that, that emotion. That's assuming a lot. As a fellow Tiger. resident of Earth. Yeah. It's so cool. The, the, fellow the emotion on display uh, was so genuine. And it, 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 like, of course it's cool. And, and this version of Tiger, he's just so much more humanized, I think. And certainly because of that, easier to root for. So, yeah. At what point do we call him Mr. Woods? Ooh, that's a great point. Listen, that's like, are we being disrespectful right now, calling him Tiger? I think there could be an argument, especially. I mean, shoot, fifteen majors, five green jackets. It's I yeah. Mean, if they're, if yeah, if he's not a Mister, nobody's a Mister. How many exactly. top tens? How many top tens away in majors is uh, is Ricky away from being Mister Fowler? <laughs> you guys. <laughs> well, I think the Mister thing's not completely results based. A lot of it's integrity. Some of it's based. class. Yeah. yeah, some of it's pure class. Well, speaking of class, how how awkward is it when Tiger goes in? Like, when, that was really the first time that he was in Butler Cabin since all this shit went down, right? Oh, yeah. And after Billy Payne oh, gets up there and we didn't even talk about lectures that. him, like, that was one of the most cringeworthy <laughs> things that's ever oh. happened in the history of golf. One, just so pretentious. And, oh, I Like, know. nothing's ever pissed me off more to where, like, who are you to get up there and, and lecture this guy on... 
his personal life. We need to try to find the audio of, of Billy Payne's life. And then the blue, you know, the blue screen at PGA Tour. Dude, it's the deeper you dig into it, the, the crazier it gets. It's it was so nuts. bleak. Yeah. yeah. But like him sitting there in Butler Cabin with the Riddler and it, it, it was like the whole thing. You, like you, you just Patrick couldn't Reed. script it. Yeah. And then Victor Hovind's And that there. Norwegian guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the bleakest it got for you guys? With the cat? Yeah. What was the moment that we were like, dude, it just it's not going to get the shanks, or the the, the the yips? Yeah, the yeah. chipping yips. That was really when dumb. he when he he he, uh, he was between release patterns. He couldn't he couldn't find his right. Or when he dumped those patterns. balls at I was going to uh, say I think that's congressional. The... Dude, I think oh, spring twenty seventeen. That was right after the comeback. He played the hero, and then he went out to Tory and got hurt himself again. I was like, dude, this is going to happen five more times. It's not. He's not going to come back from this. Like, if he keeps having this surgery, what what could possibly cure him? The answer is fusion, apparently. Well, because just to follow up on that, you know, it's one thing when he's hurt, you can still dream, right? You can still hope. Right. But when you see him playing terrible golf, when, that's when, when it was like, When guys, he's saying that he's healthy? Yeah, yeah. It's like, this isn't good. Like, yeah. That's so, very true. I think I think the the par three at Congressional, that was... The media day. Like, that, like if, if you're going to distill it down to, to one... <laughs> to one particular very specific instance. I don't know. It was like the media day for the Quicken Loans National. Yeah, and they're, so they're hitting balls at, uh, was it number 10? Yeah. I think the par mm-hmm. three over the water right mm-hmm. next to the clubhouse at Congressional. And but the par three is like 200 yards. They were hitting these from like 110 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, right about there. And it was like, I think the story I heard was, it was kind of like, yeah, we're going to have these like first tee kids come out and like hit balls. And then I don't know if it was the tournament director or the, the charity director or whatever. And someone was kind of like, hey, Tiger, come on. Like, you can hit some balls, right? And he's kind of like, dude, like, no, I don't want, like, my back's effed. Like, I don't want to do this. And he goes out with a wedge and tries to, and he hits like just fat dumps, like, one one in the water and then, and then it hits another one and then you can Same see him thing. like okay give me another one yeah <laughs> come on he didn't want a third one though like yeah. the third terminator goes all right come on we'll give him one more Tyler's like come on dude like, <laughs> yeah. i've had enough man it hits a third one in but the best was oh. the conspiracy theories that came from that i was like oh dude he did that, <laughs> he did that on purpose <laughs> people said that about everything they said that about the the bunker thing at waste management when he was like thinning like yipping bunker <laughs> shots and blading them into the grandstands at 16 like home run balls it was people like yeah dude he was doing it like did you see him smile afterwards he was like doing that on purpose to give those people a ball <laughs> i was like i do not think so <laughs> the, the proudest guy in the history. yeah exactly oh guys i just want to i want to give some a credit to tc here we're about 33 minutes in here and we haven't I've been diverted to any fashion takes just yet. I That's honestly true. I can't believe it. I'm so I'm, I'm oh, thrilled. I, I think he committed to the mock turtleneck this week. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the it. fact he wore a fucking mock turtleneck all week. <laughs> oh, we we even talked about the fact that he wore a fucking lavender <laughs> mock turtleneck yesterday. It was kind of like a mock mock though. It was smaller than the two thousand five version of the turtleneck. Barely. It was a blouse. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Game. a handsome blouse. <laughs> Blouses. Was it lavender or lilac? That's a great question, Randy. Yeah. You'd be a little bit more <laughs> qualified to answer that than, than myself. Uh, God, how bad was the fashion this week, though? Good. It was. It was. It, it had me questioning a lot of things. Like I don't think I understand. Well, you said something earlier that I thought was really interesting. Like the gap between the gap between what the pros on TV wear and what people actually <laughs> wear to play golf maybe has never been bigger. Yeah, it's a chasm. Like I would never buy any, like almost all of the shirts we saw. And I get that part of the reason they wear some of these shirts is like, so you can have, you know, they probably don't wear a lot of like striped stuff like we sell in our shop at store.nolamp.com because they want the sponsors to pop off of the shirts. I would imagine that would be most of the reason. But man, some of the stuff just look like all these horrible block colors and like weirdly 
put together patches on these shirts. And, and everybody is guilty. That's the thing. There's like, nobody's nobody's innocent here. Who was best dressed today? This week? I always oh. think Xander looks good. It almost looks like Adam Scott's trying to throw one back to the field. Like yeah. he's got good like <laughs> the, shirts. The, 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 the medieval jester gaucho pants. <laughs> yeah. What? Pleats in them. <laughs> What is the story there? I mean, he's, he's gone from being the best dressed guy on tour to wearing stuff that is terrifying. Well, we, someone, uh, we can't verify whether this is true or whether they're the exact same pants or not, but someone slid in the DMs uh, with, a, with a screenshot from the Uniqlo website that they were selling those pleats on clearance for $5.98, <laughs> which, Randy, I didn't even want to bring up with you because I know how the, the whole fast fashion thing really gets you pretty worked up thank you i wish thank you i wish that apparel manufacturers wouldn't w- make all their guys wear the same shit in the same day it doesn't make sense it's, to me. Yeah, it's, it's tough, like this whole life. uniform thing where you know and like the guys that weren't wearing certain stuff someday like how tong lee was wearing adidas stuff when everybody else was wearing the gaudy stuff and he looked great well he's the chinese dj that you you, he is. you called him he is um DJ, Kep- DJ always looks good. Alvaro Ortiz was really well dressed this week. Kepka looked like Kepka looked good. Looked, yeah. Yeah. He looked yeah, really good. Looked like he'd been working out. <laughs> Besides that hat, easy that you guys. <laughs> oh, that was bad. The hat, hats. It was oh. Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Oh, he bad. was committed to it. He yeah. doubled down on that one. So one one more fashion thing was Phil going all black on Saturday, wearing the aggressive colors, which is an homage to among. What I would say, I, I, I tweeted something about my favorite Masters quotes of all time, and I really forgot to include. Uh, Studies have shown that NFL teams get more penalties when they wear all black, so that's why I'll be wearing all black on Sunday, which is Phil Mickelson. My like, aggressive colors. The the aggressive colors. It was the absolute best. He revealed that in among the great Masters highlights of our time, that weird video that he tweeted driving up Magnolia Lane. Uh, talk to me, Tron, talk to me about seeing that for the first time. Like, what a lunatic. <laughs> what a, That's was, a great word. And he, de- he detonated Kuchar. There was like nine different layers to that. He detonated Kuchar. He shouted out Dave Pels. Uh, it was like a minute and 20. And, and then he went out and got dusted by Kuchar in the back nine. Like, he, he peaked way too it? much. Bombs. <laughs> My favorite part is he timed it up with... Like pulling into the parking spot. Like I don't know how many times That's he had to true. loop around Magnolia Lane point. to get that to happen. My absolute, maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen on Twitter, favorite favorite golf-related thing I've ever seen, was somebody today, I just saw a tweet. I retweeted it. It was Phil pulling. It's like, all right, pulling in, nothing better. Pulling in Magnolia Lane on the weekend. And then it cuts to Michael Scott hitting Meredith with the car from the office. And the office, dude, I've never laughed so hard. That was great. That's something on Twitter. I'm very upset I didn't think of that myself. But Last thing on fashion, if anybody wants to take on a project the rest of the year, I'm convinced Mickelson plays his worst when he dresses in that all blue, uh, blueberry been on this outfit. Block for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. if somebody wants to do some research, Randy's been beating this horse and track yeah. his uh, scoring average by what colors he wears. I, I guarantee you that all navy outfit is like that was his second round outfit this week, and he shot 73. It was his worst round. Makes you think. Yeah. It's is Cat gonna have to add a belt loop? Well, dude, have we confirmed that there's 14 belt loops? It's more belt loops than I thought was humanly possible. It's so, the only th- it's the only possible theory that he has 14 belt loops. So, for every major. in the explanation that a bunch of people have said is that he he gets like size 38 pants and then gets them taken in at the waist because he likes the way the the actual thighs fit better, but he wants the waist taken in. So that's why he needs so many belt loops. Can we just have fun with the 14 belt loop theory? Really like that. <laughs> Listen, that kind of makes sense. But yeah. I mean, every time I, I see how many belt it. loops he has, I'm shook. It's, it's so gratuitous. That would make sense as to why he used to wear the big 
he used to have the big like gaucho looking pants back in the day but everybody did well, that, was kinda, day. that was kind of yeah. on brand for everybody uh, I also want to give a, a quick shout out to Zach Johnson, who created oh my God. one of the great memories of, of my master's watching career as well. I, I understand. I didn't get to watch it with you guys, but I understand it was quite an experience. Oh, that was the highlight of the week, I think. I think it's the most. Tron j- leapt off the couch. It was <laughs> absolutely <laughs> jumped up. There this was, a, was the practice swing. If you didn't see it, he was trying to take a practice swing on 13 <laughs> among the most iconic tee boxes in, in golf, trying to take a practice swing. Hits his ball on accident, bangs it off the little t- branch T marker, says, Oh shit. And then turns to his partner and says, What happens now? <laughs> there was like a, a silence in the room as right after it happened, kind of like a, oh, Yes. Did that just happen? I, well, I thought it was a real swing at yeah. first, too, which he would even made it better, you know? Somebody slid in the DMs and said he did it again today on Sunday, and it was on the Amen Corner. I didn't, I couldn't get, I, would, I, I said I would have imagined that would have been a replay. Yeah. But if anybody has that footage out there, please send it our way. Um, can we, we didn't even talk about Friday. We didn't even talk about the security guard yet. Dude, too much stuff happened this week. I, I mean, that guy, hey, he was a police officer. He wasn't just a security guard, okay. he was a police officer. So good looking out. Thank you for respecting <laughs> hey. all our. You know, yeah. nobody respects the troops and police officers more than TC. Blue lives matter. Yeah. Um, Friday was absolutely absurd. I mean, we, we had that. We had Abby Bonrat falling over trying to hook a ball around a tree. We had the ZJ. Which I think that was underrated. Yeah. That was. We had Rom's shank, which got scrubbed from the telecast for some reason. Yeah, that, like... And then and then Ian Baker Finch tries to say, oh, that one hit a tree. About <laughs> clipped a tree. From the, <laughs> from the middle of the fairway. Oh, yeah, this hit a tree. He's under this limb now. It was like today uh, at, on uh, on 15 when Molinari hit it in the water. Like one of the best wedge players in the world hits it in the water from, you know, chunks one in the water from 100 yards out. He's like, oh, Oh, I, like like 15 seconds later. Oh, I think that may have hit the tree. Like, no shit, guys. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd <laughs> yeah. is one of the best wedge players in the world came up 60 yards yeah. short. That ball that was, might have hit something. The ball was in the air, and we yelled, like, that hit the tree because the crowd reacted. It was like, yeah. dude, that had to have yeah, hit the you tree. you could hear the crowd. And it boom, right in the water. I think that hit the tree. What do you think of Faldo and his, uh, his astrology takes there on the 17th green? I couldn't follow it. Well, I it, missed that one. The way that Vern set everything up on 16, I think, is to be applauded. Yeah. I mean, Vern is... is one of the masters of that and then you get you know well a whole later and you got faldo just absolutely vomiting all over the telecast just he won't shut up it's amazing Vern, like after tiger hit the shot he calls it and then tiger makes the birdie the crowd goes nuts he doesn't say anything until tiger's off the green it was the rare moment when a broadcaster lets you feel like you're actually there in the moment and then he just says i feel compelled to say Oh my goodness, like, that, <laughs> that was, was pretty good. really good. And Vern yeah. had a iffy little week. Yeah, he totally redeemed best. himself. In, not in as the big best. moment when but the lights Vern's, were brightest. Vern's big, big earned the right yeah. to to have an iffy week too. For sure, like he doesn't. He he's basically retired every other week except for this one. He doesn't do college football anymore, but he still does this tournament, and they'll have to drag him out of the tower, which is his right. I think he's an absolute legend. I gotta say, I do want to give a quick ups to to Masters dot com. Uh, uh, the tracker thing, uh, I think, is well documented how phenomenally awesome that was nothing but good things to say there were a lot of people who were saying that that rom shank got scrubbed from the like watch every shot not true it's on here okay they showed it when they say show every shot they showed every shot which is pretty cool on masters.com they on masters.com yeah the telecast didn't feel compelled to show it which kind of makes it even worse that the telecast didn't was show that, it. Was that a telecast take from you no that was masters.com take i'm retired okay. from- i just want to make sure 
Uh, <laughs> uh, I have another telecast take. It, it's not related to the Masters, though. The <laughs> the PGA Tour, like every time I got on Twitter this week, the PGA Tour was show, it was it would pop up. PGA Tour Latino America was showing the like Manuelo Kalinas. It was broadcast live on Periscope the entire week. The PGA Tour Latino America event, but we can't but we can't televise the last hour of a web tour event. We'll look into that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. I'm just I'm just bringing it to everybody's attention. <laughs> It's a statement um, of fact. But on that note, and I think we were all kind of stunned by, first of all, the casual way in which it was rolled out that, oh, yeah, if you want to like, you want to see every shot from the Masters, like it's online. It does suck that some of the stuff, it's not live. Obviously, like it takes a production to do all that. But for the people that missed Thursday, Friday, like if you missed and you are a big Roy McIlroy fan, you can go home and literally pl- press a button and it plays every shot from his round. It was like, amazing. It's absurd and has never existed anywhere. And it's so much cooler. Like I, I was catching up on, I think it was Friday catching up on like Bryson's round after Bryson played well on Thursday, you want to see what he's doing. And it's just, it's so much different than seeing shot tracker. Like, Oh gosh, did he really miss the green? Like, you know, 15 yards short on number one. That's crazy. And then you click in the video and it's like, no, he actually hit right next to the pin and sucked it off the green 30 yards. Like it just adds all this crazy context that, that a shot tracker just doesn't have. That being said, I felt like the feature group choosings for the first couple of days still could use a bit of work some flexibility there would be nice and it's still like i mean yesterday coming over here and saturday afternoon and you gotta wait till 3 p.m for the real telecast to still come on it's still, it, it kind of jolts you back to some suspended reality a little bit where hey we have all this technology at our fingertips and all this stuff but like one of the days we couldn't we couldn't watch cat yeah which is messed up a little bit terrifyingly bad shout out to uh i mean augusta and it's it's, it's funny to hear like players talk about I was listening to Jeff Ogilvie on the fried egg podcast just how much praise he had for how they get everything right how they get the pin positions right and how they're not like in freaky spots and how the USGA just doesn't like have the same he's like not to pick on the USGA but they just don't have the same experience in like setting stuff up that these guys do going to the same course every the decision to go off two tees on Sunday morning like that had to be a bad business decision for them but they had the foresight to say all right let's move everything around they were way ahead of schedule we'd heard Saturday morning this was going to happen the amount of stuff that has to go on behind the scenes to move all your programming to show a live sporting event I have no idea what that's like but that is to be commended and there were people like, damn it, it's going to be tape delay. It's like, no, it's not. Not for Augusta. They would not have screwed that up in a million years. Can you imagine if Tiger winning the Masters was on tape delay? <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh, my gosh. That would have been the content supernova. Guys, what happened to Joe Ford? Oh, I don't know. You know, it's, Joe Ford disappears from public view and the amount of commercials goes through the roof. That's true. I don't I think that's a fun. coincidence. I hope he's doing well. Um, there was, there did seem to be a uh, solidly high amount of commercials. Which, you know, I know they got to pay for all this technology and all this stuff, so I know it's a trade-off. We're not, you know, we're not totally blind to that. Right, but they, they've stopped even saying with limited commercial yeah. interruption thanks to our partners anymore, so. Our proud partners. Late stage capitalism. They got to buy all that land, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they got to move some tea boxes. Where else are they got to yeah, exactly. find the money for these to move these tea boxes back? Uh, who are you guys most disappointed in? I think Rory's the answer there, right? Uh, I mean, I didn't think he was going to win, but... Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think the easy answer is Rory. Um, I'm disappointed in Spieth. Like, uh, I know I, it's hard to be disappointed in him because he just so clearly didn't have it. <laughs> uh, 
but I'm still disappointed that we didn't get to. It's more disappointed that we didn't get to watch him because I, I love watching him at Augusta. I love when he's in the mix, and he kind of kept flirting with it and just couldn't quite get there. It was kind of a microcosm of his struggles. It was like we saw some some flashes of brilliance, like there it is, but just making too many mistakes and hitting the ball in places you can't, and a few short missed putts. And he started the week missing a two footer on one. Which this is another cool aspect of that track every shot thing too, because you know we've long mentioned on here that the TV producers are the keepers of the takes. And every time they showed us Jordan Spieth, he was missing a short putt. So uh, going back and watching, I, I, you know, again, like tonight, you can go back and watch, you know, all 72 holes of his if you want and really see where he struggled and where he missed and, and all that stuff. So that's a pretty valuable thing I, to be able I to do. I think Bryson's my my yeah. choice yeah. there. He shot 66 in the first round and then totally spit the bit. 75, 73, just didn't, it was just weird, you know. Because, nope. I mean, he looked like he had it figured out completely on on Thursday. Yeah. That was the layup tweet. Was the terminal velocity of his fall down the uh, down the leaderboard? Which um, Rory and Spieth ended up tied for the week. They both shot over par in the first round, and then both all, both of them finished with uh, with low rounds or under par rounds in the last three. That's just noteworthy, I think. I mean, what do we think about Rory's chances of winning a Masters? He'll win one. I believe he'll win one. How old is he? Thirty. 30? He's twenty nine. He'll 29? turn thirty this year. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, he's got another. Yeah. Twenty years. Well, <laughs> like tw- like ten years of his prime, basically. Yeah. He's in good shape. Um, yeah, I think he'll be fine. Shout out to Matt C. Fitzpatrick. 78, 67, 68, 70. Yeah. Randy, who are you most disappointed in? Oh, Bryson. Yeah. Just from a personal standpoint, I was hoping he'd be in contention in the weekend. I think it's always interesting. Um, if we're giving shout outs, though, I thought Justin Harding would go away. Um, and he strung together a, a solid weekend. I believe he gets an invite next year he made a putt on 18 to finish t12 to back. which yeah, gets you so invite back that's commendable how about bubba making a huge <laughs> run of it at the end <laughs> he got within one of Wild. the lead i know yeah i was kind of your thing on the par fives though is it, it just creates this like inflated sense of who's really in the mix that's what and that's what you know it just adds that other layer of pressure and that's kind of why i was saying about tiger's shot into 15 was like yeah it looks easy because like they'll show the highlights of the guys hitting it close and making the eagles and making the birdies to climb up the leaderboard but there's also a lot of guys that played it before that hit in the water and don't make those and you just kind of get you get trained to expect the guy to execute that shot perfectly and it doesn't always happen that way but he did he hit it he had to hit that right exactly where he aimed it i know we don't want to but we need to give a reluctant shout out to jason day 67 on sunday he played well all week for sure Tron seems to have come down with something. Tron's got this. Tron's got some sniffles. I've, I've been raising my hand for 30 seconds before they even brought that up, so it was completely unrelated. Tron, um, why do you wax poetic on Jason Day for us? A no, bit? He, he, you know, he, he played great. Well, uh, that's about enough time we have. For <laughs> yeah, no, I mean he played great. I think uh, you know that's that's never been the issue, right? Enough said. Uh, no, he, made it, he, made it, he certainly made it dramatic. But I think that is kind of the point, though, is like he's playing totally fine golf, and it's a dramatic injury almost. I don't know how many majors this is that this has happened. It's like I feel like he's got to be, for him to do what he's doing and play it up in the media and do all this, like I don't doubt that he's hurt, but just stop talking about it and just go do your thing. <laughs> Even man. his wife said, suck it up. There was, that was yeah. the PGA Tour post, like suck it up. And then L-E-J. you got guys talking about, you know, oh, he's, you know, he's a father and all this. All these guys are fathers. <laughs> Like, like, who are you subtweeting that's a shitty father? <laughs> Very good point. Um, it is, I mean, it's amazing that, like, it's a part of it. You, you do get the most hot and bothered by it, obviously, but every time this pops up, I'm like, dude, how is this the only guy that this always happens to? I don't understand this. I really don't. 
Yeah. You know, I don't know what he gains by. He has guys to be aware there. of this budding culture of people that get pissed off every time he does this now. So I would think he would steer the opposite direction. Even if you're hurt, don't say anything about it and don't draw any attention. And I know to the it. other player, like because they reach out, the other players are like, "Dude, keep fighting the good fight." Like this, <laughs> like we are rolling our eyes every time he does this because there's other guys that have the exact same injuries and are have, most of the guys out there are hurt. They're dealing with some sort of ailment don't, or another. Don't ask me if I'm hurt, dog. Exactly. Of course I'm hurt. <laughs> Um, shout out to both uh, both DJ and I for, or mostly to DJ for almost getting the back to back DJ Pi Memorial Award for yeah every year Thank on the you. Masters preview pods. We or the both last two years we pick somebody who's not going to win. Last year DJ selected Patrick Reed. <laughs> this year he selected Dustin Johnson, who finished one shot up behind Tiger. Well, I want to be clear that. The whole goal of this award is to try to fly as close to the sun as you can. And so, honestly, to pick the guy who run, who's the runner-up is is I mean, it's I never got I never got this far in my dreams. You know, for for there to be five guys who have won majors within two shots of Tiger at the finish, this there, tournament's the best. It's crazy. This tournament is truly the best. It is so much fun to watch those guys execute on that back nine, especially. I know it's cliche, the it start to the back, and I know nine. it's a limited field event. You know, and Tiger hasn't won a full field event. Passes. Yeah, in, in his return. So we we'll, had a voicemail to that effect. We'll, we'll get yeah, to those okay. in a minute. Uh, can we talk about DJ? Of course. Please. Maybe the quietest runner-up That's ever. what I was just getting ready to say. It was so quiet. 68, 70, Keep. 70, 68, and he made only... Keeper of the takes. He made only five bogeys the whole week. Which, in CBS's defense, there was so much going on yeah. today. And it's crazy. they have yeah. to give Tiger the appropriate amount of attention and... It was it, they, they did get kind of screwed a little bit, like Bubba going off at the end, kind of put them in a tough spot. Or can't lay coming yeah. out of nowhere. Like I don't expect you to show me. If we, and, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like if Cantley's six back and they show him making a birdie, you're like, what the hell are they showing this guy for? And then you know when he makes the run, it's like, whoa! I didn't even know he was in the tournament. But the flip side of that is, we got T.K. Kelly who's down playing in the Latino America event down in Argentina, talking about how you know how many more shots they showed between this shot and this shot like like between the shots on nine the tiger hit or whatever and it's it, it like there's just so much fluff and there's yeah. so much um even when they do a little tribute or something like that it, it goes on for another 20 seconds that's totally unnecessary did you guys like that little montage with the kid going to bed and the guy working that sand <laughs> i know tc that really it reminded me of a young put a smile Randy. on your face yeah that was the most overwrought <laughs> like uncomfortable just junk that I have ever seen. Ugh, ugh. I think it was, you know, the Bo- the Buddhists are very into painting with sand, like the mandala stuff, and yeah. I think it was a tribute to the cat. So you're yeah. you're you're disrespecting the cat. How hard do you think Nance when they went to commercial? How hard do you think he fist pumped uh, fist pumped after uh, making Faldo cry this morning? <laughs> like you think he was that happy was about that? So weird. It was awful. And he tried to get Tiger to cry. He tried. He went for it. But like, what a way to break. start the day. I know. Like hey, everybody's jacked up this morning. People woke up early. They're, they're they they went and got coffee. They went and got breakfast. They came back. They fired up the TV. Like every, I, I would imagine that every single person, like there it was there was more people watching the start of that broadcast than the start of any other Masters because everybody was like there was nothing else going on. It yeah. was prime time. Everybody's just up and at them at it. And first thing we see is is Faldo <laughs> sobbing about. It was pitch perfect. It was perfect. It oh. was a perfect microcosm of how much they celebrate themselves and hand don't have a pulse for you know the finger on the pulse of what people would actually want to be seeing. It was absolutely perfect. I loved it for that <laughs> for that matter. I mean, 
Legally, I'm not allowed to comment. On this, so, <laughs> I can't uh, see you just like trying to hold back from no, saying I anything. No, I, listen, I thought everybody did great today. I think we got two guys that we haven't talked about yet. In the, we, we kind of touched on Shoffley, so we'll skip him. But uh, Webb, mean, we haven't talked about Webb. Webb had a great week. Shot 64 yesterday. Webb had a bad outfit on. That bright yellow and black for sure. is not good. Listen, for sure. I mean, Shoffley bogeyed 15 and 18 to finish one back. Like he, yeah. that was. Cat did get crowned a little bit. Let's. <laughs> I saw a few sure. people Definitely. bitching about the, the fact that nobody in the field, you know, challenged Tiger on seventeen and eighteen, which there's something to be said for that. But at the, but at the end of the day, also like those are really hard holes. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and ahead. that's kind of the whole thing with Augusta. Is like, dude, you get all your birdies out of the way. To sixteen is, I mean, I don't want to trigger Big Randy. It's basically a pitch and putt hole at, at this point, isn't it? Yeah. It's. Uh, <laughs> I'm so over the Sunday pin location on 16. Uh, but yeah, and then 17, 18 is like, dude, just hold on. Like, you are trying to win the most famous golf tournament in the world. Like, you hit fucking golf shots and hold on. Kepka had a shot, man. He yeah. had good looks at 17 and 18, and he finished one back. But then the entire day we were doing, like, what we thought were impressions of Kepka. <laughs> <laughs> well, just the way he smiled after he hit it in the water on 12 was just very, like, dude. Like whatever. Like you guys, you guys think I care about this? Yeah. Like I can't believe you guys are taking this so seriously. I'm not even. I'm, I'm not even a fucking golfer, guys. You know how easy this is for you. Yeah. Not, like, yo, you just want to play par five? Yo, let's yeah. go play par five. Make fucking eagle on yeah. thirteen. I don't care if I double this. I'll go eagle the next one. And yeah. he did. He yeah, actually exactly. went back exactly. eagle thirteen. Yeah. I I want to give shout out to Fina because I thought but that was that, that was the other guy. I kind of thought he was going to get yeah. absolutely boat raced, and he made double on twelve. Obviously, it kind of looked like he hit. That they were kind of saying that on the broadcast too. It looked like he hit a better shot than mm-hmm. what Molinari hit. Just kind of, you know, got a gust at the wrong time or something. But I thought he held in there and didn't really, didn't really get eviscerated. Kind of the thought, I, the way I thought he was going to. And it was yeah, cool I mean, to he see. had three birdies in his last six holes or five holes. Yeah. So well, and Big Randy holes. caught this too. And when so when Tiger hit a shot on twelve, I thought he nuked it. I thought it was way long. And and obviously Finau went in the water, and so did Molinari. Tiger gets up there, marks his ball in the green. He yells back at the official back there, like. You guys got the blowers going back there? Yeah. And I'm surprised no one else really picked up on what that. What an alpha move. Really was. But it was kind of like a, a, a wily vet who's been in this situation before just knew like, all right, if that ball ended up short and Molinari was kind of yeah. stunned by it. He co- so, he covered the ball. Yeah. Like, I'm blasting this to the middle yeah. of the green. I'm not going in the water in that one in the tournament. The only other guy I've ever seen pull the, the blower move is DA points. <laughs> Number two at the Heritage a few years back. Dude, stop play for like thirty five minutes, waiting to get these blowers out there to, to blow the pollen and stuff. And off was, the I think, I, like, I think he had barely made the cut. Oh, or something. It was so good. <laughs> Which Finau, looking at Finau's card this week, uh, he played number eight in five under, and he played number fifteen in four under. That was nine of his eleven under was on was on two different holes. Is that good? He might have all the speed. Did we talk enough about Kepka? I mean. This guy is a legitimately serious. I know he didn't win, but like he He's is a serial, a serial major contender. Correct. And this was him not coming in with like his best game, but yeah. in his own words, what do you think of Brandel's take on him? Which was something of the most reckless self-sabotage he's ever seen of an athlete in his lifetime. From a distance, I thought it was sweet and I totally agree, but it's from a distance and I have no, like, I have no real good insight on what Brooks is doing or how much it affected him or anything. But like, if I'm looking at it on paper, it's like, dude, you lost a bunch of weight and intentionally didn't eat, and you feel like your swing has changed going into like the biggest tournament of the year. Like, yeah, that would be completely. And reckless. he only lost by one. Like, maybe well, like it's a kind of a game. The, the margins are very narrow. You're saying that before the week. Yeah, yeah, I see. What you're no, yeah, yeah. in defense of Brandel, it's like, yeah, hey, yeah. that that makes it even more like kind of it's kind of counterintuitive, but that makes it even more 
Yeah, because that's that could be the little difference right there. Which also, in defense of Brandel, Kepka was hard on himself for it. He said yeah. he regretted doing it and that it had had a negative yeah. effect on him. So Kepka did also have the like everybody tells me I'm too big, and now I'm too small. Like I don't think anybody no one, said you were too big. Yeah, like no you're shaming your, yourself, no dude. Do you have golf ability? <laughs> Which I, someone was kind of tweeting like it's it's kind of straight out of the Michael Jordan playbook where it's it's just like inventing these everybody's yeah, nobody against believes me, in enemies. Me. Yeah. Look, whatever you got to do. Do you guys want to hear a crazy Kepka stat? Absolutely. Sure. He made 11 birdies and two eagles on the part fives. <laughs> <laughs> Out of how many times playing them? Total? Out of 16. 16. 16. And he a made double. 11 he, birdies, two eagles, a the, double. The double he made in the, I mean, in round two is really like was the, the Delta difference. Counter. Yeah. Jesus. But essentially, like, he truly is playing a, a par 68 at Augusta. I mean,. Good lord. That's wild, man. That's wild, man. That's he well ma- said. He made two pars on par fives this week. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Can I, can I like, like, like I, I just can't bring myself to like Patrick Cantlay. Oh, I really like him. You do? Yeah. What do you yeah. like about him? Uh, that he's fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he nuts? Apparently, like, he's just, he's, he's, he's almost like a little sociopathic like i i think we all hoped spieth would be like he doesn't care about being anybody's friend he's not gonna go out of his way to say hi to anybody he doesn't care about being liked he's just he's you know in in the parlance that we like he's he's a little bit of just a killer he's kind of like an under under the radar patrick reed yeah but but you gotta win he's going to well he's starting i know he's going to i think he's he's getting there i mean this is It's funny sure. when I did the uh, when I was at the, down there in Austin to do the Spieth interview. He, uh, Spieth, Cantley, and JT were all staying in the same house. We do this interview, and a bunch of people had come back from the course and are are parked behind where I parked, and it's like a one one in one out kind of situation in the driveway. And like JT's got to go out and move a car, and like JT's dad's got to go move one, and like Patrick Cantley like go has to go out and move a car as well. And I was like trying to talk to him. I was like, "Hey, thanks for doing this, man." And like he just did not even look my way. <laughs> he like wasn't being a dick about it. He just like I just did not exist like in his world. And I was looking at it. Today, I was like, "Man, maybe I interviewed the wrong guy." Was that when I was at that house? Like, there you go. He almost won the Masters. You're, you're starting to win me over here, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the kind of stuff we like to hear. Yeah. Which Spieth, you know, uh, we touched on him, but uh, he didn't quite get the full bump, or maybe we used it up too early, or just ran out of steam. But I guess going back, I guess what I where it doesn't square up with me is like Spieth's outwardly nice and outwardly. And then under the surface, you wanted there to be this just total, you know, F you attitude and, and really sociopathic killer tendencies. But like Cantley doesn't have any of the outward right. niceness, which sure. I don't know. I always appreciate a little, <laughs> a little John likes to be fluffed a little yeah, bit. <laughs> I, like a, I like a little warm and fuzzy with, with, with my superstar athletes, you know? No, he's just an interesting cat. I think yeah. that's where I, I net out. I wish he played a little faster, but that's my one great. <laughs> Listen, for sure. He seems to have gotten a little faster with the waggles. Yeah. Or CBS is Or cut they out just cut to him yeah. later on in the process. Keeper of the takes. Keeper of the takes, guys. DJ, that's technically a coverage take. Every time you well, say that keeper predates, of the takes. No, no, that was before I retired. I hung that take on the wall way before I retired. I, I think you're wearing the 4-5 right now. No, not yet. No, you'll know. When I come back, you'll know. He's, he's planning a <laughs> yeah. take. Well, listen, I'm just trying to go I'm trying to go one for four with a double, man, right now. He's <laughs> right. the Birmingham Bears. DJ's riding the bus. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we, well, we've been talking for a long time here. We actually did put out a call for voicemails, uh, but we didn't leave the line open for very long before we got on the mics here. But I think you did compile a few of them for us. We got a couple. Yeah, let's, let's get into the voicemails here. Cool. Gustavo in New Jersey. 
<laughs> there were there were quite a few of them like that's that. That's what we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, that was that was that probably perfectly encapsulates a lot of people's that was, reactions. That was pretty good. All right, let's let's move on. Hey, this is Icarito up in uh, in BK. <laughs> Question for the boys: uh, Can we all finally agree that Nandina is truly stinky? Nandina Tiger comes off what should have been a hole in one, and it's just like the air comes out of the balloon. They go straight to commercial. Ike's tree is gone forever. They got to do something about the travesty that is 17. Would love to hear your thoughts. I'll hang up and listen. That's Icarito <laughs> from BK. All right, Icarito. Okay, right, we got it. All we got right. it. Thank you. Also doing business as Neil. Thirsty Icarito. Thirsty Icarito. I, I, I got to say, Icarito was kind of vindicated a little bit for me this week. And I don't think it's necessarily that 17 is a bad hole because the green is so freaking interesting and good. It's more that it just doesn't get shown this, in, in this the right cover, light. It's a coverage take. No, it's not. No, 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 no. It's that <laughs> he walked right into it. Now, I forgot what I was going to say. Why yeah. don't you guys go ahead. Oh. No, what I was going to it, it just doesn't, it is kind of a coverage take, but it's like it doesn't get the proper context. It doesn't like, translate. It doesn't translate it's into routine, why it's so TV. It's yeah. a really, really cool piece, like, piece of land on the property. It's like one of those little high spot. You know, you got AT&T right there. You can see up over kind of the remainder of the back nine. It's it's cool. Or, sorry, the second nine. Um, second nine it's a cool, stinks. It's a, the, the term second nine stinks. Hey, listen, I'm just, I'm just here no, so I don't I get fined. I appreciate fine. you honoring history, but it's stinks. Uh, but it, and it's a great green. And it's a demanding tee shot. For like you sure. Gotta, you got to... You got to hit two two really really good balls in there. It's not sexy. It's it's you know it's not a shower. Evidently for Icarito, it's not a grower either. Well, it, I think it, it, where it nets out for me is like so many, if not all, of the shots on the back nine have an element of shot shape to them, and there is a curve, cur- some kind of curvature to the hole. And it's the only hole where it's like just hold on, like that tee shot. It's kind of like seven. It's kind of my a lot of us don't like seven. Is like it's just hit it dead straight. That's your play here. At least seven. There's at least like the slope to the fairway that you got to consider, and you can draw it against the slope. Fourteen is kind of that way. The slopes left to right in the fairway, and you got to hit a draw to kind of hold that fairway. I love fourteen. Fourteen's a really good hole. You know, shined shined this week. And that's where it's like the, with the Eisenhower tree when it was there on seventeen. It looked at least like a dogleg hole. All the play. And Tiger said this when they took the tree down. He's like, dude, I had no idea this was a straight hole. I always pictured it as a dogleg. And that was it was even more interesting with that factor even there. And now that it's just like, here's dead straight, hit it, and hit it again. It's kind of like probably why Neil feels so strongly about 17. Icarito yeah, from BK. So, excuse me. Yeah. If we're going to change 17, what would you change? I don't know. I'd... A lot of people have said make it drivable or make it kind of this like fireworks par four. It seems like, like a millennial. There's, there's too many other holes yeah. like that. There's too many easy, quote unquote, easy birdies. There's plenty. Yeah, there's plenty of... I think there's there's too many trees on it. Like they planted a bunch of trees. That was kind of what. It's one thing if like a, a course kind of evolves and trees grow and trees that were like indigenous and native there. But all every instance where they've just planted trees has not added to the excitement. I don't think it makes it a little bit more challenging. But I don't think it makes it that much more exciting. Total non sequitur. Uh, but speaking of indigenous, a lot of people. One of my favorite conspiracies has always been that there's no squirrels. Did you guys see the photo of the snake eating the squirrel at yes. Augusta? <laughs> Which no. no. Oh, oh my god. My gosh, please it's send am- me that. It's amazing. Look it up. Google snake squirrel Augusta. And it was just like literally the furry tail was coming out of this snake's mouth. It was crazy. So anyways, that might your your thought on like things that are indigenous to Augusta. It's like, oh squirrels. So if they no word on whether or not the the trees that got planted there are the ones with the USB drives in them. That's right? another good conspiracy. That's the 
That's I think that's my favorite. <laughs> that there's theoretically that there's trees with USB ports in there that photographers can upload photos really quick. Which I think we uncovered a new favorite theory this year that we heard from through the grapevine. Definitely didn't make up ourselves. Uh, there's a guy <laughs> in the woods left of thirteen with a uh, like a cannon with a different kinds of yeah. balls back there. It's so like when Tiger hooks his ball left of thirteen, somebody was back there and shot it back into. Yeah, the Yeah, the, the way that I heard it slash made it up was it's like that table. Uh, it's like that table when you're at the driving range and they have like Pro V1 Cal. Chrome Soft, Bridgestone, all these different balls, and you pick which ball you want. They have a table like that, and then whoever's on the tee, they just throw it back in the ball. Well, it, it's like it's like one of those putt putt holes where you know, you can hit it in like one of the four out of four different four hole. holes. <laughs> that comes out in a different spot down there. Like, nothing nothing ends up in those trees. At yeah. least at least that they show. It's crazy. Like I'm I'm a hundred percent not convinced that Cat didn't just totally rope one into the trees and then it ends up like come on <laughs> that literally never happens no. to anyone sitting in this room right now no but it was crazy watching it like every time tiger would spray a drive the honest true feeling i had was oh i mean somebody's gonna put that in a good spot <laughs> <laughs> like he's gonna have a shot like it's just absolutely good well like, like uh, on 11 the last Twice. two days yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean it was bob may guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's, let's keep moving cool Hey guys, this is Patrick from New York. Just wondering how you think Tiger feels about his first major victory coming in a limited field event against Freddie Couples and Larry Myers. <laughs> Seems like it might be a little overplayed in the media right now. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks a lot, guys. That's a great take. Very, very interesting. Well, you take. throw that in also with the Tour Championship. Waited. It's kind of, you know, exactly. once he beat a total of 120 guys in two events. Maybe. Yeah. Makes you think. Well, it, you know, you kind of want to roll your eyes at that, but then you also look and Rory got a T21 this week. <laughs> Justin Rose missed the cut. Well, it was like T21 for, you know, he played yeah. pretty horrible, I would say, this week, and he still finished T21. It's like, all right, there is like 40 guys in this yeah, tournament. It's true. But it's all the best players. That's what makes it what it is. Listen, you tee it up against serious. the field that's there, though it's a great take. I, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty in on that. Just down to me cracking a monster. Tigers won. Big question. What flavor do you think the Tiger monster will be? See ya. <sighs> That's a great question. I don't even know if we're qualified to answer that one. I think coffee. Tiger's big in the coffee. That monster like co- the Java monster yeah, or whatever. Yeah. That's got to be it. <laughs> well, he 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 matched up his shirt with his with the drink and whatever his water bottle. <laughs> the was. lavender. One. It was like an elderflower sports drink. I think. I think the question remains: over under 0.5 monster beverages consumed by Tiger in his life. <laughs> Going way over. <laughs> I found a photo. We were kind of all digging up photos of ourselves uh, from 2005 when Tiger last won the Masters. And I found one of myself where I happen to be double fisting monsters, actually. <laughs> so a lot of people could say, you know, this, it was kind of predictive of this day. I'm going to I'm gonna roll through a couple of the, this is a list I found of the top 10 monster flavors. You guys just stop me when you think that we've, we've hit the, the celebratory flavor. T- top 10, uh, sorry, in terms of just popularity, like sales? No, I don't know. It's the top 10s.com. I'm not going to look into the methodology <laughs> okay. of how they picked it. For Original. Sure. Green, low carb, blue. You can see that. Assault is the red. Assault. Uh, <laughs> that is the winner right there. <laughs> the red. Yeah, there it is. Well, I looked up the list. So I'm going to keep going. The most military sounding one. This is chaos. K K H O S. That's there's, the orange one. There's got to be an anarchy one, right? This one's mixed with three X's. <laughs> uh, possibly a shout out to his some of his former indiscretions. Uh, M80 is the yellow one. <laughs> This is a tough one, too. The gold flavor is called Rehab. Uh, eight is the Monster Zero Ultra. Nine is the Pipeline Punch. 
Try to get the pipe. And 10 is the mean bean, which is the Java that was aforementioned. I'm going with Assault. That's my I think Assault sure. is the Sunday Red Monster. I think, uh, yeah, that's I think it's a no-brainer, probably. Sure. Yeah. Great question. What else we got? Yeah, hey, guys. This is Miles from Pittsburgh. And uh, I'm just wondering, you know, the tournament is still playing on CBS right now. Um, so is there still a chance that Jordan Spieth could still win the 2019 <laughs> Masters? Um, question especially for you, Sully. Uh, so let me know because uh, I still think he could shoot a 62 or 63 to take this thing from Tiger. All right, cheers. I didn't give up until I think the fifth hole today. What hole did he bogey today? We started the day, uh, yeah, he, five he bogeyed and six he missed a shorty. Yeah. I, I, he started the day, what, like nine back or ten back? He buried nine. the first two. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. We got a chance. If he just goes out and shoots 56, hangs up a number. Well, I mean, if he would have tied the court. So he shot 64 on, on Sunday last year. He, if, you know, if he w- doesn't bogey 18, he shoots 63. If he would have shot 63 today, he would have shot 1,300 and tied the cat. So, like, there was, God, it was possible. a chance. It was out there. <sighs> That's wild. He, he fell just short, and he shot one under today. So. That's wild. Um, I got a couple couple updates from the FedEx Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> this is, so, Spieth finished T21 in a major. He went from 170th to 142nd, which that's, like, it's still bleak. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're like halfway through the like the PGA Tour season. Cats win doesn't even get him to crack the top ten. People have been going ham, he's and the FedEx get points. It's thir- a fucking thir- sweepstakes. He's thirteenth. It's a free so, for all out there. Yeah, I don't know. Those are the two takeaways I had. All right, <laughs> back to, back to well, you. I mean, I you know I went all weekend without seeing a FedEx Cup update. Like there, that's well, true. Thank you. It's a good for bringing it to the table here. All right, let's keep moving. Chance, first time, long time. I'm just curious, how was Big Randy's nap today? <laughs> Crack on. Mm. Well, it kind of threw the 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 move up kind of threw all the timing off. We might be interrupting your nap right now. Yeah, the schedule the schedule certainly threw a wrench in it. I got a little I got a little horizontal there for a second. Um, <laughs> right around when Tiger was making the turn, I think I missed that putt on nine that y'all were talking about. Um, <laughs> Tolly called it the greatest putt in human history. Yeah. It didn't go in. Yeah. Name another one. Yeah, no, I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying it's a travesty. You were asleep. It, well, I didn't actually fall asleep, though. I don't think that was the bummer today. But I had some great naps this week. Spencer Hall, uh, the possibly my favorite sports writer out there right now, he always has various tributes to the Masters nap every year. It's like one well, of his Didn't he live things. stream it one day? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, was he was out just there. like sleeping in a hammock. He was hammock in his hammock. backyard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so maybe you and him could possibly know, find God, some community love about that. that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be... For sure. One quick shout out I just saw coming across Twitter. I can't believe we haven't named yet. Uh, congratulations to Tiger. He is now qualified for the Century Tournament of Champions. That's true. That's huge. huge. That's huge. Toughest field in golf to get in. That's true. I think he should have played it this year, but that's another another issue. Uh, all right, last question. Hey, Nolan no up crew. This is Bryce from uh, Holland, Michigan. Uh, I got one simple question after Tiger's fifth green jacket. Now what? Keep up the good work. Hmm. That might be the only question. I think he should have. Re- I think he should retire. I think he should have retired in his post game uh, speech today. You're, I think it would have been the greatest moment in golf. I, I legitimately was thinking about that last night, like falling asleep. I was like, God, what if he just walk off tomorrow? Yeah. But your take of he should have picked up. The oh, putt. go one further. Yeah, he should oh. that that winning putt. He should have just scooped it with his putter, walked off the green, and just kept going. <laughs> that would have been. I, I would have had. All the respect for him. <laughs> Total walk off. Yeah, it, it's a walk off. DQ. Leave the two million on the table. Exactly. Yeah. 
Which, by the way, wins $2 million for this event. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Always good to see you know, a life-changing amount of money for, for, <laughs> for someone. Sure. I don't know. Who knows? It could be a life-changing amount of money. Yeah, for I, don't think I don't think he's saying no to it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's next. I don't know how you can possibly, how anything can hold a candle to this. I, I tell you what would be sick if he played Heritage this week. <laughs> That's very much like what's I'm telling next, you like that, immediately. That, that would be such a perfect course for him. I think I got to think he's a little sleepy. Well, are, you, are you guys going to watch the replay? That's going to be on here this afternoon. I might turn it back on for the, that final I'm, stretch. Yeah, I might. Well, what do you think next? In all honesty, I mean, I think it validates. Well, well let's define the question. What's I mean, like, what's next for him? What's next for, for golf? Humanity. For humanity. He's well, a fellow let's tackle a couple Randy's. of those. For for him, I think it, it validates. You know, it's almost like LeBron's title in Cleveland, right? It, it just means Ooh, like that. more. Yeah. Um, and I think it probably frees him up, right? I think everything from now on is is gravy. Um, and you just keep going as long as his body will hold up. It feels a lot almost, it sounds like a weird comparison, but it feels a lot like Sergio's win from a couple years ago where it's like, dude, this is, this was coming for so long. It's finally here. Like, dude, Sergio, you can miss every cut for the rest of your life. And like, you did it. We all, we all know that you can do it. And nobody can say anything to you ever again about not winning a major and all that stuff. And see, I think it just adds, I'm on the opposite side. I think it just adds to the urgency for cat. Really? Because he knows he's That's in why he should have retired. And he knows he's... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think it's, you know, the the biggest, I guess, I don't know if regret is the right word, but the, the worst thing of his whole career was that it was going to be this giant what-if question mark, right? You won your last major at age 32. Yeah. You got to 14 at age 32, and you never won another one. Like, this... No, no, no athlete has really achieved so much by that age and then had that hard of a fall-off. Imagine, and, imagine looking back at the history books in yeah. like in like sixty years, be like, God, this Tiger guy, man, he was a menace. He got to fourteen by thirty-two, and then what happened? What like, did he, he just do? like dropped off for like eleven Have years? Have you seen this guy's Wikipedia? <laughs> <laughs> His dog had double ACL surgery. I mean, it is crazy to think about that. There's fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen-year-olds that really haven't seen Tiger ever win a Masters before. Yeah, and and for reference, for I don't know the age variance. People that listen to this podcast is pretty big, but like we all were at our most impressionable ages as golf fans when he was the absolute best and changing the game and winning all these majors. And I remember, and I've told this story on the podcast before, when he made the putt to force the playoff at the two thousand PGA. I was at like a golf a golf team banquet at this guy's house and. All the adults in the room erupted when he made the putt. And all the kids were kind of like, well, yeah, of course he made it. Like, there was no <laughs> doubt. And that's kind of what it was like to grow up in that era when you haven't seen, you haven't really experienced uh, guys failing because we were so used to Tiger succeeding. And we just to watch him go down this spiral of not being able to execute it for so long was has been spellbounding for like a lot of us that experienced it when he was, you know, you know, when we didn't know any better. I don't know if this is making really sense, but it's like, we, we, we saw this guy and experienced the game and the best way you could come into it. I think the reason why there's so many golf fans today is because of Tiger. That's, that's well known. But, man, to see it go so far down and then come back, I don't know what the right word is. Nostalgia isn't really the right word. It was like, it, it's groundbreaking. It really, yeah. it, it, you know, shit, I mean, we were 21 when he won his last one. Like, we could, I could barely drink the last time he won a major. You couldn't, DJ. I'm no, sure you weren't. in high school. Yeah. Or no, in college. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. Neil, Neil. Couldn't legally drink, but he was, he was picture, slugging them back at Fenway Park. That picture of Neil in 2005 at the Reds game. He's like 17 drinking Red a beer. Red Sox game. Or Red Sox yeah. game. Statue of limitations is probably up on that. Yeah, yeah. I think we're okay. good. Well, for the game of golf, do you think 
I mean, it feels like we'll obviously get a little bit of a, a tiger bump here for the next few years, but I, I think it, like we've talked about before, it, it kind of feels it's a like a supernova, right? It feels like a big sun that's on its last, like one big bright but blowout. Does it and also after that, does it also allow time for, like I feel like guys, it didn't really allow for guys to graduate to that next level because they never, like it just like Tiger ended and then these guys just kind of came on the scene. Whereas now if these guys solidify their reputation by beating Tiger, that allows them to really come into their own and be a lot more noteworthy like a a rory tiger battle royale or a brooks tiger jt tiger like all that stuff i think those guys will only gain more credibility and more you know legend and personality with i think a a tiger battle yeah yeah there's very select few that happened with molinari and i I, like it's still even today people are kind of like oh yeah i guess he kind of beat him at the open but like i don't know he's gonna be shaken with playing with tiger which maybe was, but who knows? I, I think golf's opportunity has never been greater than it currently is because yeah. I think like when Tiger faded into injury like around 2014, he won five times in 13, and then when he got hurt in 14, it was right, right when we kind of started no laying up. We were like starting. I went back and listened to some of those really old podcasts, really good audio quality. But another <laughs> note, we're kind of like, dude, this is terrible. Like the there's no storylines in golf. There were no stars. It was I, let's say it was on like a three from like a one to ten standpoint. I think in the time that Tiger was still out, it probably got up to about a six, like the emergence of Spieth, Rory winning a couple majors. Like golf came to a six. Tiger coming back on top of that makes it a 10. It's like 60. The opportunity (laughs) has never been greater. And that's kind of why we bang on the tour so much. It's like, guys, why is this not interesting for me to watch? Because it's not going to get better than this situation. I know Tiger doesn't have an Arnie or like a Gary Player rival, but like why is this not a bigger deal every weekend. Why don't I want to watch this? Like we all love golf. This is the best opportunity they're going to have to draw fans into the game. I hope they take advantage of it. I would push back and say Tiger being back, it just puts into perspective for me personally. Like it makes everybody else just irrelevant, unimportant. It, I, I like, agree. Yeah, I, I, that's really interesting. And I, I don't know where I'm of two minds. Where one is there could have been a great reckoning where you know, all of these things that, you know, whether it's with the tour or the broadcast or, you know, not developing new stars or TV ratings dropping or all these things like there could have been this reckoning if Tiger had just disappeared and it would have been like, oh, gosh, like we didn't really we didn't really develop other stars. We didn't really do a lot of things like how are we going to fill this vacuum? And that could have happened with what happened with Tiger today. It's like either people are going to say, okay, now we've got a little stay of execution and now we can work really hard at doing those things or it's going to be like, dude, we were right all along. Let's keep doing the same thing, man, because Tiger's going to be around forever. And it's it's a really weird time because the TV negotiations are going to be coming up and I think that this is going to ripple like so obviously into that. And I don't know. It's, it's almost like you're kind of selling the next five years based on what happened today, which is wild especially when you think about like the economy and you think about tv and how everything could change at any given time that's i think that's why it's such an opportunity for i think there's like three guys right it's rory and rory's kind of the first guy that needs to or the the one that springs to mind for me that needs to step up and kind of challenge tiger because before like even last year when it was guys going wire to wire with tiger okay cool it's kind of a novelty tiger's not necessarily back we don't know if he's playing the you know his quote unquote best golf. Now let's say, you know, let's say today Tiger and Rory would have gone head to head. 
fast forward two months or three months and Rory and Tiger go head to head again and Rory clips him. Then you get, you get a, like a late career rivalry. And then it's like, you know, you're starting to, you're starting to get some true foils and some true rivalries there. Yeah. The, the next time Tiger's in contention at a major, it's not about the comeback exactly. anymore. And it's like the surrealness of it isn't like, we're all kind of looking around at each other today. Like, is this real? Like, is this really happening? Is this real? Like, That's- holy shit. Is this real? And, and we had to keep saying it. Exactly. Next time it's not going to be like that. Yeah. It's real now. Well, we know that. And that's where, like, you know, guys like JT and Roy are probably sitting on their couches tonight thinking, like, shit, man, I need to, like, I want to be in the mix with Tiger, trading blows head to head. And, you know, I think there is some semblance of guys aren't, they're probably not necessarily scared. They're more excited for the opportunity to do it, which I think is sweet. Well, yeah. Yeah, like I said earlier, though, that we kind of got back to that. I think it was definitely a different scene in the mid 2000s for his, what his what he was up against, right? And the effect that he had on people and people. The mystery was kind of like, is it gone? I do not. Like, I legitimately think he had an effect on the rest of the field today without any stress. Sully, every time I walk into the bathroom here in the Kill House and look at the, <laughs> I, like, I'm serious. I we need to take that picture down. It's not coming down. It's the 2006 Ryder, Ryder Cup team. And every time I look up We're at it, psyched for Ireland, I man. just get more like I I, go, I spiral. I go down this wormhole of you know I see Brett Wetterick up there or Vaughn Taylor or <laughs> J J Henry. Henry or Scott Verplank. You know, all decent players in their own right, but for these guys to be you know think about it today, like those guys wouldn't be sniffing, uh, you know the tenth spot on a Ryder Cup team or the twelfth spot on a Ryder Cup team. Um, but but you know. It does go to show you how much deeper it is these days. Oh, without a doubt. The only way we're taking that poster down is if we're sending it to the Louvre where it belongs. <laughs> All right. And that's, I guess, the flip side of what was kind of a cynical take that I was talking about extending, you know, the, the next five years kind of being sold on today is like the optimistic side is maybe the next five years are the best golf that we've seen, you know, in the last 30 years because of exactly what you guys are saying. And and if that plays out, then obviously no one will be more excited to watch than me, but that hasn't played out yet in Tiger's career. Basically he's, he's never really had that person. He's never, we've never really had that kind of like Sunday duel with Phil or, or anything like that. We didn't really have it today again. And so I don't know, hopefully we keep getting more because there's these fields are getting so top heavy and we don't really get these faker majors anymore. Like it just seems like, it just seems like the last, I don't even know the last, 20 majors have all been these kind of like heavyweights that have, have walked away. Well, so. It certainly feels like Pebble. I mean, I know we got Beth Page, but you know, I feel like that when the weather could be squirrely and all that, but Pebble is going to be oh. an absolute sweepstakes. <laughs> like anybody can awesome. win there. Yeah. It's, you know, you got D, you know, DJ, Tiger, Spieth, Mickelson. They've all played well there. It's, it's crazy. Uh, but on the flip side of that, though, looking back at the Masters champs the last three years, you got Patrick Reed, Sergio, and Willett. Like, which feels kind of off Weird. looking yeah. back at it, right? Will it's a little misleading because he was like he was like top fifteen in the world or something when he for when sure he won, for but. sure. Yeah, he got history. Crowned. History doesn't really history <laughs> yeah. didn't really treat that one very well. His ever since his brother wrote the wrote the letter, his, his <laughs> I like the letter. I thought the letter was funny. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it at that. Uh, shit, we might need another breakdown pod because I think we're still kind of on fumes uh, riding this high. But uh, shout out to Augusta for uh, moving up the tea times because this makes the editing process yeah, a lot this easier is delightful. this evening. And done in time for Game of Thrones. I know you guys are big, big fans of that. And That's I'm really cool, excited man. about that. <laughs> never, never seen it <laughs> I'm before. I'm excited yeah. that you're excited. Yeah. One I thing thought I, the cross promotion the last couple oh. days has been absolutely nauseating a huge shout out to all the brands who've been getting involved with the game of thrones tweets i think that's been really you cool. know what it reminded me of star wars 
for sure. I'm out on Star Wars. Which, I, that's no, your no, no, scene. I, it was my block for a long time. It's gone too far. It's hit the tipping point. Didn't we go see Star Wars in concert the other night? That was different. It was an orchestral <laughs> performance. Never watched Star really cool. Wars before. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap it at that. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and for uh, participating in the live show this week and all the social media stuff around the, I'll, I'll say it, the greatest <laughs> golf event probably of our lifetimes. Yeah. The cat literally won the Masters. <laughs> That's, that's wild, that's, man. That's wild, man. That is wild, man. We're closing it with that. Cheers. Crack on, good side. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect any